क्या बारिश हो रहा है बॉम्बे में ओ माई गॉड इट्स रेनिंग कैट्स एंड डॉग्स इट्स रेनिंग पंच एंड किक्स वॉट इज इट नॉट रेनिंग In a, Mumbai, <laughs> it's raining everything. There's that famous song, no? It's raining men or not? But uh, that uh, our, our producer Suroini was singing about Jojo se abhi thode dar pehle. She's looking like one of those extras who were on the movie Eight Mile, na, with Eminem, with the hoodie, hoodie. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, in the mausam of barish and the spirit of it. We've got a great show planned. Sorry, SJ, she's going to kill me later. But we've got a great show planned ahead for you. We've got tons of masti maza, great news, and a great topic that we're going to talk about all the brawls and all the masti that takes place inside. and outside the ring the oh, illegal wow. stuff especially so guys stay tuned we'll be right back after a quick commercial break mystic chips are kitne sponsors hai yahan pe i know a lot of sponsors that's and that bodes well for us you know Absolutely. we uh, guys if you're uh, if you're new to fight mania we used to be formerly known as the fighting goat till a lot of the people outside came and told us if our show was about livestock i don't yeah. know whether kare bakri bakri and all that inadvertently i we did get a certain kind of followers started joining us but that's great more followers always means uh, more business for us absolutely but uh, fight mania is a lot easier to understand it's all about fighting boxing kickboxing muay thai wrestling and the works and there's a technical malfunction happening <laughs> So, uh, like we were talking before the break, so much. Yeah. Uh, actually, we have a little bit of summer news today. There was yes. a death in the community of mixed martial arts, and yes. uh, I think it happened because of improper management. Absolutely, yes. So, unfortunately, a young twenty-three-year-old fighter, Nikhil Suresh, from I think Bangalore or Mysore. Bangalore. I think he was from South India. He was competing in the K1 kickboxing tournament. I think it was in Bangalore or on ninth and tenth of July. Hmm. Sadly, he got knocked out. There was no doctor, no ambulance, and no proper medical care. He slipped into coma, and unfortunately, yesterday he passed away. He was just twenty-three. So, organizers, please, 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 instead of racking up those numbers, please look at this as an investment no, but, for the future. But how can no? But this is where the the problem lies, and we've seen this in the US also with so many yeah. countless organizations. Yeah, you know, it, it's the it's the commissions which grant them the license to hold the event. Yes, I think there should be a basic minimum requirement by the commission. No, there is, there is. No, but then how can you how can you just go around and you know and do whatever you want? How I can you not have medical? Sadly, I don't know exactly what happened there, but I do know there's an FIR which is filed. Good against the organization, and let's see how that goes. No, it's good that there is a complaint that's been filed because right now, if the organization gets away with it, yeah, it's going to be the worst thing ever. It's going to be that like that death meant nothing. Absolutely, it was unless because if you catch a knockout early, if there yeah. are medical professionals who will come and bring in a stretcher, yeah, will do all the necessary the the EMTs who will come and revive him, yeah, will do all the necessary things. You could have those precious moments could have saved his life. Absolutely, yes. Sadly, just twenty three years old. Twenty three years old. Nikhil Suresh, very very proud. promising guy you know and his family was into karate so if it's, i if i believe his it's father be devastating. his grandfather were in the sport and so sad but it's good that action has been taken we just saw what happened with uh, abdul badakshi yeah we, we saw that, that entire, entire episode and action being taken out there and now we're yeah. seeing it with nikhil suresh so hashtag #justice for nikhil But hashtag we, justice for Nikhil, indeed, and you know it's you know the sport of MMA is not like boxing. Boxing has seen so many deaths over the years. It has through you know PTE and and the post traumatic disorders that come with it, the epilepsy that follows with it, right. and of course the inadvertent deaths in the ring. But MMA has never seen deaths as such. You know, never. It's never. only been due to negligence. Yes, and that's one thing that the sport needs to get away from is yes. negligence. Right. But uh, that being said, we move forward to you know we started this amazing segment called News of the Week, and I love the News of the Whoa. Week. 
But first things first, Somesh, sadly, I didn't catch the last card. I just got the highlights of it. Yes. What a fight between Rafael Dos Anjos and, and Rafael Fiziev. Oh, man. It was crazy. In fact, uh, Fiziev is a young 28, 29-year-old guy who's out there hunting for the big wigs. Dos Anjos, I feel, has fought so many big names. There's oh, that, yes. you know, that cumulative damage that comes into the picture. He hung in there for four rounds. And fi- yeah, he was going getting tagged going all the way. In the fifth in, round. Man. Oh, man. I think it was the 18, 20 seconds. And then he, you know, I think I saw that shot. I shot. I saw that shot of Fiziev. You know, the way he caught him was in the end was it was just like bus. Like I can't take anymore. I can't take this anymore. It's like it reminded me of uh, you know Rory McDonald and uh, Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler landed that left to his nose, broke his nose. Right. And it's not like they can't continue. He's just done. Right. He's just done. He's physically done. You know, it again. It comes down to cumulative damage. I mean, you know, after a while, your body just can't take it. Dosanos has been fighting the. Top level guys for almost True. ten years. He's fought. I you mean, he, and he's had multiple resurgences in his career. Yes, yes. But he, when he came back against Nate Diaz, he looked so good. He looked so good. He looked like a world killer. And then, and then you know, of course, age and you know, fighting age catches up. Right, right. It does. It, it does. does. It you really know, does. There's, but, there's no doubt about. But that. then Fiziev, after that, the funniest thing is that he calls out Rafael Nadal. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I wish we had a picture of both you know Fiziev and Nadal together because it was a, it was quite a it was quite a thing. But he's calling out all the Rafas. And <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, well, he in fact said he wants to clean out all the Rafals in the sporting world. <laughs> no, but how? On in the ring or in the on the tennis court? I don't think he's beating. So, <laughs> so it's going to be four rounds of tennis and one mm-hmm. round of MMA. That's how it's going to work. That's not fair. Like in like four matches of tennis and one round of MMA. Are Bichara Nadal tears his abdominal while playing tennis? Yeah. <laughs> what will happen in a real fight? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Nadal doesn't have the fighting spirit, but come on, is this MMA? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, see, it's a different kind of court out there, so that's very very interesting. Court. But yeah, but there were some very very good fights. In fact, Said Nurmagomedov, yeah, the, you know, the defeat- cousin of. Uh, Khabib. Khabib, right? That's right. That's right. He was in there. Let me guess. Decision? Absolutely, yes. Unanimous mm-hmm. decision versus Dominant victory. versus Douglas Andraj, a Brazilian oh. guy. Sadly, Michael Johnson was on the card. He opened the card and he was on the losing side. It was MJ. a split decision. Another guy. See, that's the thing. But it's MJ's also. He's been through so many wars, man. Yeah. Michael yeah. Johnson, once upon a time, I would still say is the only man to cleanly crack Khabib. I was just going to come to Dude. that. You know, he was one of the first few guys who landed a clean left on Khabib and had him wobbled Dude, for those few seconds. wobbled. You Khabib know? was hurt. Absolutely. And Khabib yeah. didn't let him up after that. Like he straight, take down after take, take down. down. He's like, he okay, did. I've had yeah. enough of the stand-up fun now. <laughs> like we're done with it now. But Absolutely. It, I remember MJ and Michael Johnson is one of those guys who's had such an up and down career. Yes. Like on one hand, he dispatches of Poirier so easily. Yes. Like he beat Poirier so badly. Clean. Knocked him out. And then... You know, then he's had lackluster performances. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, that's the sport of MMA, man. It's up and down. So I do believe Johnson uh, welcomed Justin Gaethje into the UFC. It was his debut fight. Oh my God. And since then, Johnson has not been the same fighter. He's just took those bombs from Justin Gaethje and it changed him as a person. That just goes to show, it's how guys like Charles are conditioned. Oh my God. 
I mean, oh my God. taking nothing away from Michael Johnson's conditioning, it's just how does Charles get up from that stuff? But you know what? Charles is a big topic today. We'll talk about the entire, uh, you know, the lightweight, uh, the picture of lightweight. Yes. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about a little bit of fun, a little bit yeah. of trash talk <laughs> uh, uh, of one of our favorite, of your, one of your favorite fighters and one of uh, the world's favorite fighters, Kumaru Usman. <laughs> Kumaru Usman, who's the pound for pound welterweight king. And rightfully so, dude. Look at the laundry list of people he's beaten. Well, he's almost heavyweight right now, but he cuts too well. You saw the picture with him and Jan Blau. Oh my god. <laughs> they are almost the same size. Dude, Kumaru is bigger. <laughs> there was a picture of them standing together. If our producer can hear us, SJ, we can get a picture of Kumaru Usman and Jan Blahovic standing yeah. next to each other. I you think know, this is at the UFC fight week in Vegas. You know, uh, have you heard of people saying Jan Blahovic? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. say Jan. <laughs> Are it because Jan to Jan is Jan. Jan is Jan. But still. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Hey, that- no movie plugins, I'm not going no, but coming back to uh, the entire uh, stare down between uh, uh, Jan Blahovic and uh, and Kumaru. Kumaru, Kumaru off training time. Is yeah, huge. it's huge. He's, you know, I don't know people like Kumaru and Khabib who possibly weigh in anywhere from two hundred and ten to two thirty pounds. No, I believe Khabib is bigger. Cut to at one fifty five. Khabib to one fifty five. Chal, I can understand coming to eighty two kilos, which is uh, uh, which is uh, Kumaru's weight. Yeah. Uh, which is at 170 pounds. Now, look at that photo. No, 170 pounds. One, 82, no? 170 pounds is 77. Is 77 or 82? Yeah, 77. But then why does he write Kubaru 82 next to his name? <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he saying that he's 82 on fight night? You look at his Instagram title. Look at the size, okay? Oh my now, God. Now, Jan, yes, bigger head, slightly taller. But Usman is right up there, man, in oh size. Oh my God, he's huge. Nobody Just... would think that they're separated by 40 pounds. And three weight classes. And three weight classes, correct. Oh 170 my. to 205. Oh my It doesn't God. look like it. I mean, at the end of the day, if you look at the, the amount of people, the amount of guys who compete in that division, it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how these guys just pull this one off and how they manage to cut weight and yet have that kind of performance. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And you know, no doubt, Kumaru Usman, who was supposed to be a boring fighter, yeah. is suddenly knocking people out. No, so that being said, you know, it, it, we've got a lot of topics coming up. Before we move on to the next topic, which today I've luckily printed out because my, you know, barish my memory goes down a little bit. No, the budgets have gone up, so we have a printout. Correct. But that being said, we've got a great amount of stuff coming up. Usman, though, the funny thing was that he is talking about... Usman, if you don't know who Kumaru Usman is, Kumaru Usman is the pound-for-pound welterweight king. And he has defended his belt multiple times against some of the division's heaviest challengers and done it in style. Like, he's started finishing fights. He knocked out Masvidal. He finished Colby Covington in the first one. He finished Gilbert Burns who went to a decision with one of the toughest newcomers in Kamzat Chimaev. And we've got so many new contenders out there coming out. But for him to say one thing and, and Mr. Kamara, I mean, Somesh is just joining us. He's back now. There we yes, go. Yes, I'm back. He's back. And, and <laughs> Somesh, just to come back into the, just into this part. Yeah. He criticized Alexander Volkanovsky's performance saying that now I am, I'm very biased so I'm not going to keep my mouth shut on this he criticized his performance saying that he needs to start winning spectacularly to be considered the pound for pound best in MMA firstly why are we talking about you know what people didn't talk you know remember in the GSP and the Silva era yeah. till you defended your belt like some 8 times nobody talked about the pound for pound you know the thing is that now people have just started looking at two defenses and three defenses as such important landmarks that they don't realize that people like Aldo 
people like Anderson Silva have held the belt for 10 years. John Jones. For 10, John Jones for 10 years. Correct. Five, five, and six, six years. So he did it, and while he was partying and doing stupid things. Absolutely yes. And in fact, there was a press conference I was seeing, and yeah. DC was telling uh, you know John Jones that you're this and you're that and all that. And John Jones turned around and said that you know in spite of me going with the hookers and doing coke, I still beat you. Correct. Exactly. And Imagine how bad you were. I mean that rivalry was legendary. You know, <laughs> I was something else. It was a media storm. It was. I mean, crazy. after Conor McGregor and his media days, it's Cormier and uh, and, uh, These, and, and and Jones. Jones, absolutely. So, yes, absolutely. But so okay, but do you agree with what he said though? Like Volkanovski needs to start becoming a more exciting Not fighter to be considered. Not at all. Not at all. And in fact, if there is somebody who needs to become more exciting, I think that is Israel Adesanya. Why are you hating on Israel Adesanya? Dude, he did what he did. Correct. Correct. And he had to do what he did. It's the same camp. Correct. So the, so the same goes. For For Alexander Volkanovsky, but no, Volkanovsky pushes the pace ahead. He tries to finish. He is, he goes out there. He's the aggressor. He knows he's winning four rounds. He doesn't need to take any risk. No, we see. We are going to do a special episode on oh, when we have a guest. Especially, we're going to get like a fighter to join us. We're not going to tell you who, but we're going to talk about why fighters beyond a point stop pushing themselves. Yeah, is it the money? Is it this? Is it that? And it's a great topic to have, and that's something that we will talk about on another day. Yeah. But now, one of our main topics before we get into you know the brawls inside and outside the yes the ring or the cage is the UFC's biggest conundrum of the vacant lightweight title. Now I believe honestly that Charles Oliveira is still the champion. Hundred and ten percent. Okay. Hundred and ten. We've got a graphic here that we did on Photoshop here. Okay, take a look. Firstly, look at that smile of Conor McGregor right in the middle <laughs> because he still knows he's the pay-per-view king of them all. I think them all combined do not match up to Conor's pay-per-views. Yes, true. If you look at it, well, one sec. There is one uh, Kumar Usman and one Islam Makhachev. I mean, they combined would be. A worth less than Conor's suit. <laughs> I think you're being very <laughs> critical, but चलो ठीक है. No, but this is actually a very nice uh, picture that paints uh, for UFC's title right now. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying Kumaru. I've just thrown in there for you know as possible opponents for the return of Conor. Yeah, as only black guy out there. Racism, very distinct. आज तो क्या पीके है? I don't know coffee में यार. ये नहीं अरे coffee भी black ही है. Oh, too much, too much. Today you're testing the boundaries, man. No, but actually, the thing is that Conor McGregor is such a huge mega star that we don't know if he's coming back in the lightweight category or in the welterweight category. So, hence, this is a perfect. No, so when I know. saw this uh, graphic, I'm just saying that okay, for Conor McGregor, okay, we look at it. Kumar Usman is out. He can't. No Usman chance. is 205 pounds. No chance. And right now, I think, uh, I think it's if you look at the entire lightweight picture. Yeah. Okay, you've got Charles Oliveira on. the left hand side there underneath michael chandler and you got tony ferguson tony ferguson also can be removed from this yes if you're talking about corners opponents okay i think we've got tony ferguson who can welcome him back for sure could be could be we've got nate diaz but nate diaz doesn't want any part of it anymore i think correct. he is out of it he doesn't correct. want anything correct and if if the kumaru fight happens i think we all know how it's going to go oh he's going to get dragged all like how he got so, smashed i think versus khabib i think the only fight to make Is either you introduce Gechi to Conor? Yeah. Gechi welcomes back Conor McGregor. Right. Or Chandler welcomes back Conor McGregor. So if you ask me, I think first we need to throw it out to the viewers. Hmm. The viewers need to tell us right now who do they think are the best matchups for Conor's return. You have the lightweights on the left hand side and the welterweights on the right hand side. So please let us know in in your comment section down there who should welcome back Conor McGregor to the octagon. But if you ask me. 
I think it should be Michael Chandler. I think it should be Michael Chandler as well. No, but if you look at the entire structure, so here's my here's my entire tree layout. Okay. Yeah. You got for the title for the vacant title belt, you've got Charles Oliveira taking yeah. on Islam Makhachev. Okay, Correct. that's a set match. Suppose that's a set match. Okay. I think then after that, Benil Dariush. Yeah. Should take on one of uh, Dustin Poirier's training partners, Gamrot, who is an up and coming yes. grappler. Yes. So I think the grappling of Benil Dariush and Gamrot's ground game can be a great contender matchup. But you know? it's too much of a challenge for Gamrot. It's too much of a challenge. You think it's too much of a step up? I think it's too much of a step up because Benil is number three in the world. Uh, maybe Benil won't take in, the fight. In, in that division. Benil has already goofed up versus Islam Makhachev. So he's already pulled out once or yes, twice see, maybe. Got to you introduce, but we got to introduce some new blood into this because Correct. right now there's no... Who is there? Yeah? They're all playing... It's it's like... it's. I swear to God, it's like Michael Chandler is the girl in college that everybody wants to date. Correct. Because right Correct. now it's Chandler versus Poirier or it's Chandler versus Gechi. Chandler versus Gechi already happened. Yeah. Both Poirier and Gechi have lost to the champion Charles Oliveira. So they're not going to get a title shot anytime soon. So these guys are just hanging out. So there needs to be some new blood coming in. See, but what is happening currently with uh, Chandler that he's so exciting. People know it's not going to go the distance. It's not going to be that boring old grappling match. He's going to go there within two rounds. Either he's going to get knocked out or else he's going to knock his opponent out. And yeah. people want to see that. And I think that is the exciting fight right now. And that's going to be the money fight for Con- like for Chandler and Connor because the people want to see it. It's not going to go the distance. I agree. They know even if it's a three-round fight, it's great. Five rounds, nobody cares. No, is it good? Chandler Corner is the fight to make, according Correct. to me. Correct. Michael Chandler was and guys in the comments, please leave your comments on. Please tell tell us you got some goodies that you can win from us. Fight mania stuff, t-shirts, and IVM merchandise, Woo-hoo. a new line of merchandise that they have launched. And of course, this special mug that we've been drinking out of, we will not wash and we will give you to take home <laughs> just like this. And Suroini has done Ashirwad on it. So it's it's also, you know, it has got double meaning to it. But Ashirwad means that she drank some rum out of it, huh? basically. Huh? That is what Ashirwad means. <laughs> <laughs> I got over. She really looks like the extra from 8 Mile today. Oh, man. I swear to God, it's the Poor same. Thing. I feel like saying lose yourself and on, but she lost yeah. it. <laughs> She's completely lost the plot. You know, who's that, you know who's that big actor, that big bald guy who was there in 8 Mile? Uh, that huge, that huge Bob Sap looking guy. No, not Michael Clark Duncan. Now you're changing movies today. Something's up with you <laughs> with the racial barrier here. Huh? Like, I mean, you said something about Kumar. I mean, you're lucky Kumar Usman doesn't hear this podcast. He will kick your ass. <laughs> well, no, that's but, true. But, uh, you know, so coming back to the entire lightweight picture, yeah. that vacant belt, yeah. let's have, I think Abu Dhabi is going to be the stage where they're just going to set it up. You oh know? my God, it's going to be beautiful. I think it's Islam versus, uh, versus Charles, Charles is already set up there. Well, if that happens, that's going to be awesome because the road to UFC's next edition where all the semi-finalists will be competing is going to be on oh, fight. Anshul Jubilee is Anshul there. Jubilee is there. can't wait to see him get into action. It's going to be there on the 23rd of October in Fight Island, Abu Dhabi. That being said, we've covered up all the news of the week. Let's quickly go into a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with some dhamakas outside the ring and cage. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. So biceps ka automatic training ho you know. I, I like I like picking up you know the cups and the mugs and all. You know, each mug weighs two kilos, guys. So remember, every time you do this, na, 
it's full bicep training. Right now my full internal curls are not happening. It's not as easy as it looks when it's you not. want to hold on for this long. <laughs> uh, you are still shadowing your mic really I'm saying so yeah, technical yeah. issues tend to plague us a little bit. I always shadow five things. Uh, <laughs> what is with you? What is something to kuch pe to daru bhi hai kya? Nahi coffee mein kuch hai lagta. Kuch coffee mein thoda sa is extra Irish today. Ha. You know my SJ wearing the green hoodie and we all feeling in the Irish mood and there's this bar that we go to nearby okay it's called sunraj free advertising for sunraj okay? i love this place it's it, it, it's we go there, 12, no? it's us proper it's 12 it's us proper 12 <laughs> so i think it's you know the rain and the lovely weather and you know we've been looking forward to this day for a while and back in the studio after two weeks it, it's i think we're all in great spirits so guys please when we're having a laugh please have a laugh with us coming back to our main topic where yes. people took things a little too far in fighting usually the fight ends at the fight there's you know there's yes. a lot of you know there's a lot of uh, what's it called hype to a fight yes guys like corner they they love to hype up a fight yeah and we've seen you know fights get hyped up in the past guys like vandele silva used to push guys at the vein correct it always ended there when did it start becoming you know a big deal like okay for example let's start with the biggest of them all the khabib nurmagomedov versus conor mcgregor fight the title yeah. fight yeah and that was one of the biggest brawls like you can see the picture there okay khabib jumps out of the ring uh, of the cage yeah and jumps in the crowd to attack Dillian Dennis if i'm wrong yes right. yes he does he does he in fact jumps out so see typically what happens is uh, khabib generally in his fighting career was very very respectful towards his opponents you know be mm. dustin poirier justin gaethje mm. but i think conor pushed it a little too far you know when he said about the chechen money coming in he spoke about his father no, but you know what you i got to give it to conor for being honest well that's a different topic altogether yeah. whether he was honest I'm, or not but honestly at this point of time he pushed it a little too far where he, he dis, you know he disrespected yeah. his entire family and i think it was it was the yeah. disrespecting of his family especially after his you know his wife's wedding in the wedding and all that He yeah, said you know, something he said which like, was very mean. I mean, I'm not going to repeat it on, on the not? show. Why not? No, we don't have that tweet. You know, he's mm. taken the tweet off. <laughs> we, I, I would love to show the tweet, but wait a minute. I'm not repeating what he said, dude. No way. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we see that brawl which took place. It was one of yeah. the one of the worst things to happen in the sport. It was the first time in the UFC history yeah. that a brawl of that nature happened. But luckily, the security was there. Was immense. It was immense. In fact, the security took him out, dude, and the, the belt look, was not given to him. Remember? Rem- yeah, correct. Because Dana White said that if we put the belt on you, people are going to riot. People. are going to throw things inside exactly you know? they're going to riot and and no, i don't care how much security you have you cannot deal with 30000 people no chance no chance you cannot i mean the cops in nevada are amazing like yeah. they're some of the toughest heaviest heavy dutyest cops you ever seen right but yeah when you got when you got a crowd of 20000 people chanting wanted to kill you you can't do anything i mean imagine if this was brazil dude oh it would have been god. a war oh my god in fact you know speaking of brazil i do remember there was there was one fight where i think it was shogun versus jones if i'm not mistaken shogun uh, jones was in america i think uh, not brazil Okay, I don't remember which fight, but there was somebody who threw a skateboard in uh, in no, the octagon. No, come on, lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a fight where somebody threw a skateboard in the octagon, huh. and Shogun slipped on the skateboard. Shut up! Shut up! And lost the fight. He lost the fight because he because he tripped on the skateboard. 
Shut up. I swear. This can't be true. You know what? We have to pull this up. SJ, can you find this out, please? <laughs> Shogun know? Hua's skateboard slip uh, <laughs> uh, in the in the ring. I, I can't believe this happened. Firstly, hang on. Did he not see the skateboard? You know, they were in action. Somebody threw the skateboard. But what organization was this? Can't be UFC. It, it was the UFC. Can't be. Can't I be. Can't swear. Be, can't it, be. Was, it was the UFC. You have to see this. Can't be. Is you it there? I got SJ. Is it there? <laughs> Is it, I can't believe it No, I can't believe it uh, It just came to my mind It just came to I my mind I can't believe it You know, in fact Our producer is just Gonna pull it up And it's the most Electrifying scene Where somebody throws A skateboard In the octagon And, show, and Shogun Who are slips On the skateboard I don't believe this And he loses the fight Because of that I, don't, I still don't believe this I refuse to believe it Well, you will see it right now. I hope we get to see it quickly because (laughs) firstly, it's Shogun Hua. He's a legend in, you know. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, you know, he's used to fighting with skateboards and all of that around him. I I mean, this is not like Keleka Chilka Feka or Slipu, you know. It's a bloody skateboard. Okay, let's take a look at this. No, 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 that's OSP. Is that OSP? Yeah, correct. That's OSP. That giant is OSP only, you know. So, you know. You see how somebody throws a skateboard? You see, that? you see that skateboard? Hey, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. Okay, can you rewind that? Can you rewind that? Hang on, hang on. We didn't get to see it. Can you rewind that? Once yeah. we pause it at the skateboard. See, see the skateboard okay. there. The, you Shogun's know. going for his legendary left hook, which could have landed on OSB. And he slips on the skateboard. And he plate, plate. And there, see that? Shut up. And the boom. fight should have been called off. Yeah. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> how did, you know, you know what kind of Virat Kohli style? Sorry, we need Shoaib Akhtar kind of arm to, to throw this. <laughs> Firstly, hang on, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm fumbling for words. <laughs> I think this is one of those parody videos which was in the 90s. Mein, where, they, where those home videos that people used to have, na, where they used right. to add skateboards and fall. Right. And it is just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh my God, I can't believe this shit. But moving forward from that, that was not a brawl technically. But yeah, but he, it was it was one of those moments that happened. One of those crazy moments, yeah. We'll do a we'll do a separate on the crazy moments that went on inside Absolutely. the inside the cage and the Abs- ring as well. Absolutely. But the next one, the first of the brawls that actually began was, it was Nick Diaz and Nate Diaz and Strike Force. If you remember against yeah. Mayhem Miller. With Jason Mayhem oh Miller, who God. came in into the cage, yeah, and the Strike Force. It was one of the. It happened many years ago when Strike Force was still an independent organization, and was not bought over by the UFC. Yeah, and I remember there's that iconic picture of Nick Diaz punching Mayhem Miller. Mayhem Miller is the guy with the red streak in his hair. Oh my! And that's God. Nick Diaz, and oh that's the God. entire pack. That's Stockton pack. That's Jake Shields on his right hand side. And that's Nick Diaz in the middle and Nate is somewhere around here. Oh my God. You can't mess with these guys. There's, oh, it was crazy. There's dude. no chance that you're going to be asking for this. I mean, this this is trouble. This right here. No, firstly, that Stockton crew is, they don't fool around. It's trouble. But I got to give, I got to give the balls to Mayhem Miller, man. He came in, he knew who he was up against. Well, absolutely. Yes. In fact, the other, the other good brawl which happened outside the octagon was when Connor and Nate started flinging those monster cans at each other. Dude, that was at the that was at the press conference. At, at the press conference where there was some, you know, upper niche going on. No, can we can we try and get a video of that press conference because it is hilarious. And oh my god, you know, of course you won't be able to play it because the amount of gali galoch that was going on. <laughs> he was just yelling, saying "f this, f that." And, and, and Nate Diaz just got up <laughs> and he started walking away. And he started throwing bottles, right? The and, whole pack for the back. And the pack started throwing water <laughs> bottles. And, you know, Connor just had his monster cans. So Connor was throwing his monster can. And Dana was saying, no, please don't. It's please don't. It's sponsored. Sponsored. And he was like, I don't, I don't give a 
S H I T about hey, this. Shit is allowed to say, not and the F word. He just <laughs> threw the cans outside. Dude, and oh my god! Do, oh my god! That was another legendary brawl. It was Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor at the pre-fight press conference I, where I, they I, went. I, are we going to get a video of this by any chance? We're trying to get. Uh, we're trying to get a producer to just help us out. I think so. I think video. so. It's coming up. Yes, uh, it's coming up. I think that right would be now. that would be a lot of fun to watch. I remember the oh nonsense. My god. It was so crazy. It, it was so. We crazy. can have a top ten list of Conor McGregor doing being Conor McGregor. Absolutely. A full Conor McGregor special. Mm-hmm. We're just Conor yeah. doing being Conor. Correct. We can get sponsored by proper twelve volts. <laughs> I think. I think it'll work. We can actually talk to him about this. Be, I, being Conor. You know oh Audi, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we call up Audi and we'll ask him. And uh, we won't call his strength and conditioning coach who made fun of us. <laughs> yeah. I will never call Julian Dalby again. Dr. Julian Dalby. He said we didn't have jobs. I'm coming for you. Son of a <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> He but said yeah. he, we didn't have jobs. No? Yeah, he said. That was really bad. Uh, yeah. But okay, clearly, I think uh, we're not being able to find that clip. It's here. It's uh, here. Oh, it's here? Oh, yeah, okay. it's here. It's just being loaded right now. Here we right go. Now. Yeah, Let's we, take a look. We have the best system in the world. Oh, here we go. Up. <laughs> okay, that's Conor McGregor sitting at the press con yelling, <laughs> and he's like, "Shoot the fuck, shoot the fuck up!" And that's Nate Diaz flipping him the bird at the back and just walking around yelling at each other. The amount of and that's Nick as well there, and Nate is throwing shit at him. And Conor, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, he's taking all the other bottles also. <laughs> I mean, this look at this! Look at this! Shit. Look at this! It's amazing. This is what I love. This is what I, you know, it's it, mostly it's wrong. Don't do this. <laughs> but it's the it's the it's just can you just pull that back a little bit, please? Oh my! Just the part where when Connor got up, throw out piche. Huh? The part where just Connor just gets up and he just starts flinging shit across, and these guys also the entire I think Jake Shields, oh Nick Diaz, God, Nate the- Diaz. The entire he's taking everybody else. Look at him, he's taking everybody else's saman and just throwing it there. <laughs> he's you know, like, look at that. Parvane, I just want something to throw. <laughs> you know, either that throw can go from the boundary straight to the wicket. Yeah, man. I think uh, I think that's a good idea. If you get like you know best guys in the, so the fielding coach or something, line, you know, fielding coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> corner of the fielding coach. <laughs> oh man, thank you for that video. It was amazing. I can't believe you found it on such short notice. Oh god, but you know one of the but we'll do a whole segment. On Connor, I promise. Absolutely, absolutely. Is, uh, we'll have full videos of it and we'll break down the technique of it if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another great one was Bob Sapp in, I think this was in Pride, when he was in the ring with yes. Mike Tyson. He won his fight. There were some mm. under controversial circumstances. Right. I don't know what had happened exactly, but he won his fight. Yeah. And then he got pissed off for some reason. Yeah. And then Mike Tyson was in the ring with him. And, and this was like, I think, early 2000s. Oh, so what typically happened, I think Bob Sapp had won his fight. And was calling him out. And there were rumors that Mike Tyson and Bob mm. Sapp are going to fight next. Mike Tyson happened to be a guest at that event. And Correct. Bob Sapp riled him up and said, listen, why don't you come in the ring? Mm. And why don't you get a piece of me? Achha. Okay, let's take a look oh at that. Oh my God, if we can look see at it. that. Okay, this is Bob Sapp. He's finished his fight here. He's giving, you know, giving the respect to his opponent. And, and that's Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson walking in. And immediately Bob Sapp, okay? It's just, it's just like no waiting. No like, okay, oh, let me take man. my time. And look at Mike Tyson's face. He's laughing. He's absolutely composed because, because like, huh. you know, he's 
I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's probably fought like 20 people like this on the street, you know. So he's like, I'm completely okay. You know, you can take off your gloves. We can still go at it. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is still, you know. And Tyson, and Tyson with a suit can Tyson, also kick ass. Dude, Tyson with, Tyson with his one hand tied behind him can kick ass. <laughs> and, and this is like the old school days Tyson. I'm not talking about the 80s Tyson who would knock you out for saying the, for wearing the wrong t-shirt or something, yeah. you know. But still, this is, you know, Tyson in his prime where he would still Correct. knock you out for looking at him the wrong way. Correct. I remember when uh, with when he had come to India yeah. in an event that you had organized yeah. and uh, I remember I was three feet away from him yeah. and I was screaming Buster Douglas Buster Douglas is the man who knocked him out first yeah. <laughs> and I remember the look Tyson shot me and I wanted to piss my pants <laughs> and I'm, not, right? I'm saying and I'm saying this is Mike Tyson it's Mike Tyson it's freaking Mike Tyson looking at you yeah, and that's man, scary that, it is very scary but you and know he looked at me like that you know yeah. like tattoo and shit on the side <laughs> and, and you're like, I'm like this is not a hangover anymore <laughs> oh, well you know the good part is all the incidents that we had mentioned out here were taken care of absolutely beautifully by the promotion be it the UFC be it Pride yeah. be it K1 yeah because immediately they were separated you and, know and Sorry, there was ton of security there was ton of security there were at least 40 guys separating Mike Tyson and Bob Sapp there were absolutely 200 guys separating Khabib and the camp Abs- Absolutely. Even though a little bit of a brawl happened inside the cage, you yeah. know. But again, one has to understand there were 15 members of Khabib's team. Yeah. There was Connor who was sitting inside the cage. Right. A lot of issues with that. Right. But, the, but that's the thing with the MFN brawl, you know. Yeah, I was just coming to that. Please. The MFN brawl is something which was not controlled well. Yes, these incidents could happen because you've got so many people around there. You know, the blood is raging. You know, your fighter may lose all of that. But the MFN brawl, where Shrikant Shekhar got attacked by Abdul Badakshi was a horrible incident in yeah. Indian MMA and yeah. I think in global MMA and it shouldn't happen, you know. So, I'm, if you can run us through the incident. No, I mean, you, we saw what happened at the, uh, I mean, we saw, we've seen multiple angles of it. Yeah. We've seen multiple, this thing. we don't exactly have footage of it because there was no footage of it. It was it was after the, the yeah. live broadcast ended. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing is that it was, it was, I think somebody was talking trash. Shrikant was talking, see, in, in the heat of a fight, people talk trash. It's yeah. normal. Yeah. So, talking trash to an opponent, on, especially an opponent that has beaten you before. Yes. So, yes. it's okay, you know, and you know, Shrikant was on a high he had just beaten his, his own opponent Correct. he had beaten Sumit Khade, Sumit Khade that yes. night yes. so he was on his own you know he had his own adrenaline pumping yeah. and he wanted to make him you know understand that you know Zahur I'm coming after you kind of right, thing right and I think that was misunderstood by people yes it and was it, it was and you know and uh, Badakshi he's, he's such a great fighter but yeah. he lost his cool yeah. and sadly there's an entire investigation now after it oh my god so basically so basically Shrikant Shekhar was cornering Seth Rosario Correct. if I'm not yeah. mistaken Seth Rosario had just beaten Zahur yeah and the crowd were kind of they were already pissed off and yeah, upset you know, you know they were kind of, of pissed off were, and were they were hurling abuses at uh, Seth Rosario and his entire team Shrikant on the other hand May have said something back to them. He did. I'm sure. See, you know how, you know how, dude, you know how fights are. Yeah. You know how fight arenas are. I've been, as a commentator, we have to tell people to shut up. Yeah. Because it's It's bleeding through the mic. Yeah. It's It's bleeding through the mic. And and it's part of the sport. Yeah. But for somebody who is, uh, you know, a champion and a representative of a community in the sport, to get up and just sucker punch somebody is... Right. So basically, Abdul Badakshi was sitting cage side. Correct. He was sitting cage side. And And he's an Afghani. Yeah, and he got up and he sucker punched Shrikant Shekhar whilst he was on his way out yeah. back to the locker room. Yeah, and yeah. oh my God, that is horrible. I mean, and don't do that shit. I mean, you want to pick a fight with him? Go call him out. Say, come yeah. on, get up and wait class. So I'll come down to you. Right. 
you know there have been enough fights fighters who have done that right but did that open a can of worms like abdul balakshiv his entire passport scam yeah that that's i think uh, you know, the mma india show got into it completely absolutely yes and, in um, fact they exposed him completely abdul balakshiv holding two passports one indian one afghani i don't know how you know, they managed it just that, opened man. an entire can of worms and boom he's i wish you could get a direct account from these guys and yeah. hopefully we maybe have we might have shrikant talking to us directly correct one of these shows so that might shed a little more light on that but that being said we've been we're right about ready to finish up with this awesome awesome show we're just going to quickly go into our last segment after a quick commercial break we're going to be discussing the next fight card don't go anywhere we'll be right back <laughs> Welcome back to Fight Mania. Uh, we've had some great conversations. We've had a lot of four parts. We've had a lot of controversy. But our topic of our evening was controversy as yes, well. Yes, you know, I it mean, was. we had, we had, um, you know, and guys, and uh, please, uh, please understand that uh, what we talk about is news. We are not journalists, so if you get, if your feelings get hurt, you can f- off. Uh, honestly, <laughs> because because we are not journalists, man. I'm not NDTV. In fact, वहाँ तो फिर वो अलग ही चीज़ होता है. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you, see, I completely agree with you. You know, as in this, I mean, this is a I, podcast. I'm tired right? of people coming up to us on social media and telling us like, you know, f o screw you. Yeah, like, this was you wrong. Know? That was wrong. अरे मत UFC. My God, I can't think of a better fight than that. I think that featherweight division. I yeah. don't see a better fight, and I think it can leapfrog some. If Yair Rodriguez wins, I think he could get a title shot. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Maybe one more fight after Ortega, and in the featherweight division, he's through. No, no, no. I think for if Ortega wins, then yes, he needs another fight. But but if Ortega, Yair wins, he's ready. Ortega has already lost versus Volkanovski. That's the thing. So clearly, no, no. But you know. I would say that Ortega gave Volkanovski his toughest fight. Oh, but Ortega got absolutely hammered. You saw his face after the yeah, fight. Yeah, he was destroyed. Dude, he got he got caught or, or he almost submitted Volkanovski twice. Correct. Got, that is got but, to but, have points somewhere. But, but, man. He, but he came out of it. He came sure, out. Sure, of it, huh? You know, go समझ गया. But I said he still gave him his toughest fight till date. Absolutely. And this is a fight night which is happening in New York. So I'm very happy because hey, New York is is Misha Tate going to be on it? Because Misha Tate is on it. Cupcake. And it's her flyweight debut. So let's have a look at the card. It's banging from top to bottom. There's Misha Tate versus Lauren Murphy. Mm-hmm. There's Shane Burgos on the card. Oh my God, Shane Burgos! He is an animal. And I love Shane Burgos. And he's in the featherweight division. We don't know where this is going. We have Matt Schnell that's on the card. There's Li Jingliang. From China, the return of Li Jingliang after after the comes up, yeah. yeah, after comes up banging, I would say. I mean, Li Jingliang fight, is dude. is back. The co-main event is again in the strawweight division between Michelle Waters in the karate hottie hey. and Amanda Lemos. That's a beautiful Not matchup. Bad. Great fights. And the main event of the evening is Brian T. City Ortega. Versus Yair Dude, Rodriguez. That is one of the Brian Ortega versus Yair Yair Rodriguez is going What to be one of matchup. the toughest fights. What a great matchup! Because if you look at Yair Rodriguez, he comes up. You know, the Brazilian comes up with such incredible angles in striking. He's insane. That upward moving backwards elbow, which knocked out the Korean zombie, was a piece in itself. Was something that we've never seen before. It's a it's a thing of beauty. Yeah. And it, it was you know this entire fight has got fight of the year written all over Absolutely, it. Absolutely. Whoever yes. wins needs a, needs to get it. and especially if Yair Rodriguez wins. 
give him the title shot because Absolutely, he deserves yes. it. Absolutely. So what are your final picks, my friend? Wow, this is extremely close. Yai Rodriguez is an excellent competitor, but I'm going to go with T City Brian Ortega. I think he's got more experience. He's a calmer fighter, and I think he's got more tools of submission under his belt. I think I'm going to go with Yai Rodriguez. I think oh, it's really? Yai's time. Oh wow! That's I just so... feel it's Yai's time. He's got he's got crisper striking. And he's going to bring it. But it's going to be a war. No it's matter going who to be a choose, war. Man. But what's going to be a war is if you hashtag us, UFC predictions, and let us know who is your pick for I, the next think, fight card. I think we sounded evening. a little pissed off today. Na? Right. Yelling at people, cursing them. <laughs> we sounded a little <laughs> catty. I think there was a little It's all love. It's we started love. off with love. Then there was a little bit of love. It's all love because we're so many sponsors. No, but so now. But nah, correct. So, it's a little bit of But there's nothing but love for all our fans. There's nothing but love for everybody who's supporting us. So, hashtag us. Join us. Check out ibmpodcast.com for a lot of combat-based podcasts. If you want to follow me, I'm at Arjun Chips on uh, Instagram and at the Mystic Chips on Twitter. You can catch me on Instagram, somesh.camera and Twitter is somesh underscore camera. Please hashtag us, get on to the conversation and get a chance to win some exciting IVM podcast merchandise. If you want to purchase some stuff, let's go on ibmpodcast.com and, and you'll see some exciting t-shirts, mugs, Also Sorini's hoodie. And Surani's hoodie that is going to be worth a lot. Yeah, you can be an yeah. extra on 8 mile automatic. <laughs> <laughs> but do catch us same time, same place next week only on Fight Mania exclusively on IVMPodcast.com. 